And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hello, Tour Story listeners. Thank you for your continued support, and welcome to Season 4. I'd like to take a second to thank our friends and sponsors over at Isotope. Here at Ruinous, Chris and I rely heavily on easy-to-use tools like RX and Ozone for all of our audio repair, mixing, and mastering. Now, Tour Story listeners can get 10% off Isotope plugins or try Music Production Suite Pro for free for 30 days using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. To get your discount and check out all of their easy-to-use products, go to isotope.com slash ruinous. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com slash ruinous. And use code FRET10. And thank you for listening. Hey, Jose. Hi, Joe. What's the haps? Well, um... I've been having a really great morning, Good. so so that's. Uh, Mine wasn't great because I I got a text from someone delaying this interview. That what was with the delay, man? Was it worth it? Um, it was absolutely worth it because I was getting me a couple of Mark Rebo tickets. Oh fuck, you're True right. True story. True story. I would only delay this um, if there was a death and. Mm-hmm. Mark Ribot tickets going on sale. So, um, but yeah, so thank you for your patience. I, oh, uh, I, uh, I appreciate it. And I loved your, um, yes, Jose, of course, go get those tickets. So yeah. um, not to let either of us down, I was uh, 10.01, I had two tickets 
in All right. the queue. So one for beautiful. me and one for you. Yeah, yeah. If you're around, Jack Jack London Review in uh, February and uh, get to see the brilliant and unmistakable uh, Mark Rebo uh, in a very small venue. Oh, fuck. We, Faces melted, minds blown, yeah. and unbelievably inspired. So I can yeah. taste that guitar tone. <laughs> I can. I I totally believe it. And I wish I had a dollar for every time I referred uh, to. Uh, hey man, can you can can you get a little more like Mark Rebo? Oh, I know. <laughs> so, yeah. I know. Uh, right. It's like it's almost weird. <laughs> they almost see it coming, you know. And. Um, it's so fun. And he also released a new book called uh, Unstrung. And it's all mm. of these uh, uh, little stories um, throughout Ooh. the book on touring. Uh, and he's such a great uh, rock and tour, uh, rock and tour, sorry, also a rock and tour. Yeah. Um, when that when he needs to be. But yeah, he uh, he's he's a phenomenal writer. And it's it's fun to listen to uh, his guitar playing because you it, his writing almost mimics that. And uh, it's, oh man, that's great! Uh, it's serious but funny, and definitely his own thing. So uh, a very, very poetic uh, writer. I highly recommend uh, All right. checking I, that book out. I'm going to check it. So you're down there in Portland. How's how's the uh, vaccination? How's it feel down there? Um, I think it feels good. I think uh, in Portland proper, people mm-hmm. have uh, embraced it and are kind of doing their their duty to help protect each other. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you start getting outside of Portland. Uh, I think it gets a little sideways, but that's why I don't venture out too often, you know, out that way. And uh, but I think people are uh, overall being smart about it and responsible. So, and w- what'd you get up to in the last uh, two years? Tell me how the how you dealt with the shop and whatever else you did. Well, you know, obviously. I really love staying busy and staying creative. So, you know, with the shop, once the, you know, pandemic hit, it was pretty scary. Just like, uh, like all of us, I was, you know, scared and uh, I was worried. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. But then once I got out of that headspace with the, uh, you know, with the tools that I love utilizing in situations like this, it being obviously meditation and stoicism and, being a leader, you know, of a shop and uh, a family, essentially, uh, it was time to kind of step up and figure out how we're going to uh, maneuver through these waters. And I just took it on as another test. So, mm-hmm. um, so we did. So the fast forward, the shop is still here. Uh, we're as strong as ever. And yeah. I believe we withstood, you know, the first wave. And I love our community. I love my crew. And that's the only way we got through it was, um, to be honest, is just out of love for for the drums and for revival. All right. That's great news for the world and especially <laughs> nice me. <laughs> yes. So I, uh, yeah, but I really miss everybody. I'm, I'm glad that people are starting the tour again. And yeah. um, I heard a, heard a lot of tales of woe, uh, but also some really, you know, uh, triumphant tales also about being home with family and focusing on other things and all of that. So a lot of a lot of good has come out of this also. Yeah. Did you get into any uh, bad habits or good habits over the last year and a half or so? Let's see here. Well, I think what I tried to do was instill my good habits even more 
Like mm-hmm. I showed up, you know, to either work on my book uh, or go on walks even more. Like, you know, right. two walks turned into three or four. You know, I was able to, you know, have a couple of creative sessions during the day. You know, one in the morning like I normally would and then maybe another one at night. Um, I would journal more. Um, yeah, so I think, you know, habit-wise, you know, I walk to the store and get food to make dinner with. You know, that became yeah. a habit, which I loved, opposed to driving there or stopping by on the way home from the shop or running errands. So, you know, everything in my life slowed down even before the pandemic. So, yeah, I think embracing the, the slowness of life, I, you know, I definitely embraced. And bad habits, man, I wish... Um, I could have more resistance with, uh, you know, like a good burger or some good pasta, you know, like I think my, my eating habit, you know, kind of would come in waves where I'm like, all right, I'm going to eat really well this, 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 this week. And then others, I would just say, um, fuck it. And I'm going to eat fucking whatever I want because I want to. So I think that's what it is. Just kind of, uh, you know, I think eating my, I could have done better with, with eating, you know, that's for sure. You're telling me you squandered a, an opportunity to start smoking? <laughs> yes. Heavily? Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's uh boy. I, yeah. I didn't even go there. Dang. Yeah. I should have went there. <laughs> nice. So the good news is amongst everything else you've just told me, the shop's still alive. Family's good. Mostly good habits. You got a new book, The Drummer's Correct. Ethos. Yes. I have not read it yet. It's in the mail, I believe. Ooh. Thank you for that. I appreciate the support. Oh, of course. uh, I appreciate you writing it. And uh, I also appreciate writing the first book, uh, The Stoic Drummer, which I literally have on my bedside. And I want to tell you, I have applied, before we get into uh, Drummer's Ethos or a Drummer's Ethos, I applied a lot of the philosophies, etc., in A Stoic Drummer to drumming and um, music making. But also, and maybe more importantly for me, my band and my band culture. I, I'm not standing there like your book is a Bible in front of my bandmates, but I am sitting in the room, you know, exercising some of the, the philosophies and, and patience is, is something that uh, has stuck with me from your book. Uh, well, because patience to, is a shield, you know, I mean, yeah. I think. So. Yeah. And um, so anyways, it was is very helpful for me, I guess, very personally, but in the band, in the band context, it's been great. Thank you. Wow. Um, well, thanks for sharing that. And it's always a gift to hear that and how the book has, you know, resonated with drummers and with youth. So damn, and thank you for, for letting me know that. So I never take that for granted. And I just love it because I know putting that book together was uh, healing for me. And a um, a source that you can always go to, like like a well that never runs out. That's great, and and it's interesting that you're doing that because the way I embrace stoicism, it's a, it's a compass for my life. I I use it every day, and once I realized how stoicism was, you know, making me a better husband, father, friend, business owner, I, as you know, took that philosophy and applied it to drums. So. Yeah, so it's a uh, you know kind of the co-title 
of a drummer's ethos is um, life teaches you about drumming. Drumming teaches you about life. And I really mm-hmm. believe that. So, yeah. So thank you for sharing that. So what got you started on this second book? Was it a, a continuation of Stoic Drummer or were you inspired by something completely different? I was motivated by how the Stoic Drummer affected so many drummers. You know, 50 countries at least have had this ship too. Um, I've sold and give away a lot of copies of it. So, and I loved the process of, of making the Stoic Drummer and seeing the aftermath of putting out, I think, good work and positive work. So when I was thinking about doing another book, it was really fun because there's a, a practice that I do called commonplace where I make these note cards and I read books all the time and, and I, I'll write down things I like in the book and kind of file them in my in uh, this commonplace on index cards. And so when I was thinking about the book, I kind of realized that I had a, a book already kind of right there, you know. Oh, right. Yeah. And with this one, I was able to. Um, I had the confidence and the permission by thousands of drummers to put together another uh, work that would inspire them again in just a different way. You know, this is a a perfect partner and expansion of the Stoic Drummer because I, you know, reached out to what I, of, of my belief of, you know, community of connection, growth, kindness, it all embraces this book. And I'm here to serve drummers. I've done it with Revival. I've done it with the Stoic Drummer. You know, I've even done it with my music, very percussion, you know, led both 1939 Ensemble and my new music that I have put out and my solo records on Vibes, you know. So it's, um, I love serving and Uh, I love what Revival represents. I think it serves it in its own way. And I really love what what my words also do in serving drummers. So, yeah, I just love celebrating what we do. And this was just another version of that. It took about two years to put together. So, and uh, it's been been a a beautiful, a beautiful journey, no doubt. Great. Um, Another thing that you recently sent me that I really really love listening to. I've been listening to it a lot the last couple of days, is this recording or record called Railroad Cadences and Melancholic Anthems. Yes. It is killer, man. Oh, uh, thank I don't, you. Thank I don't you, know. That means a lot coming from you. And I want to hear a little bit more about it. I want to know uh, where, when, and how. But first, I want to play a tune. Great. What do you think about me playing Please Send a JF? I think that would be perfect. It kicks off the album. All right, here it goes.
I love it. I know that sound <laughs> at the very end. It's my it's my go my go to. It's like my my little security blanket. You know, it's so it's great. Like a... When did you make this record in the last year or so? Yes, this is actually the perfect example of a pandemic project. So um, I'm a huge John Fahey fan, like many, 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 many of us. So I would play along to John Fahey records, um, just like I would play along to Book of White or Lightning Hopkins or, you know what I mean? Like playing with, you know, musicians that don't have drums on their records. Yeah. So it, it was a lot of fun. It's a different feel, of course. So that's where the, the idea kind of came from. And then it just happened that Matt, Matt Ward, mm -hmm. had called me to, to play on the new She and Him record. And um, so I went in and, you know, ended up doing, you know, I think 12 or 13 songs for the new She and Him record uh, that's coming out next year. And then I told him that I was thinking about doing a John Fahey record, a drummer's tribute to John Fahey. And he was really intrigued because I know he's a disciple of John Fahey. Yeah. So he goes, uh, man, I would love to do that. So he ended up going to a studio, Bocce Recording, over in Vancouver. And he had called me and said, hey, man, uh, I have a couple of extra days here. Do you want to come over and do that Fahey thing you were talking about? And I said, well, of course. So yeah. I loaded up the old Radio Kings, you know. Uh, wood hooped radio kings that are just you know such a thug drum set and all my little noisemakers and went in there loaded in john askew the engineer is phenomenal and uh, we just got some drum sounds matt rolled in and i said yeah matt let's just uh let's just have john fahey be our our lighthouse on this sea of of music and tones and feedback and ideas and let's just rip it so we sat down, you know, he was in his room. I was in my room. I could see him through the glass and we just played. Right. So, yeah. So that was really fun. All improv. Uh -huh. And then I said, wow, that was a blast. Yeah. Well, let me reach out to other people. So I reached out to Marissa Anderson, mm -hmm. uh, Marisa Anderson, excuse me, uh, who is brilliant, as we all know. And she said yes, because she wasn't on tour. So she's like, great, Jose, what what time yeah. should we start? So next thing I know, you know, I have literally an album's worth of material with just Marisa. I mean, we just really had a blast. And then I reach out to Chris Funk because he is also a John Fahey disciple, excuse me, getting so excited <laughs> that, you know, when I watched like a John Fahey documentary, the first person they talked to was Pete Townsend. The second person was Chris Funk. Oh my. So I reached out to Chris, and and he was in town. He wasn't touring. Sure. So then I wrangle him for an afternoon. Then all I know is I have about an hour and a half of music that I then edited down with my friend John, just kind of like, oh, this one sounds good. This one makes sense. Mm -hmm. And he did a mix, and I got it mastered. I put it on my band camp. And then it was on Bandcamp for about three days. And then uh, Rob at Jealous Butcher says, Jose, I love this record. I have to put it out. I said, no problem. It's just going to cost you a million dollars. He says, thank you, Jose. And <laughs> so Jealous Butcher is really well, apparently. No, I kid, I kid. But um, 
Yeah, so that's the uh, the essence of the record. It's built on honesty. It's just a couple of musicians who respect and and uh, trust each other, and we just kind of went for it, yeah. you know, like. You know, and it was a, a, a beautiful testament to the power of music because it was really emotional for me. And I think for uh, the others to actually remember what it was like to play with uh, uh, with, with someone because it had yeah. been a while. Uh, yeah, so, twofold. Um, yeah, so it, really beautiful. It's coming out uh, next spring. Okay. John King, who did all of M. Ward's album covers early on, a brilliant, brilliant artist is doing the uh, the album cover. And yeah, I just saw Chris Funk the other day and he was like, man, we should really tour that record. I go, oh, <laughs> uh, yes. yeah, but uh, probably not going to happen. But um, I love his enthusiasm and I really love, uh, you know, Matt and Marisa and Chris and, you know, John and Rob, everyone involved. So I'm really proud of it. So thank you for liking it. And I think you can hear the, uh, I don't know, the adventure in it. You know, because there's a couple parts where I go, oh, maybe we should have edited that out. But uh, overall, I, I love the vibe. Yeah, so, no, it, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Joe. It's killer. It really is. And um, it may replace, it's going to be tough, but it may replace the John Fahey Christmas record that I put on every year around this time until around February. And my family is like, can you turn that fucking record off? And uh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I will. Now I'm going to put... Um, I'm going to put Jose's record on instead. Uh, well, thank you for that. Um, you know, it's fun. I, I think it resonates with, with you and I think a handful of drummers out there. Because I think you guys would have played the same thing, if that oh, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're all like, oh, yeah, I would have totally put yeah. the Reiko Reiko there and the Morph Beat there and the, some swells there. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I think, it's a, I, I think you, you like it because uh, it, I'm speaking your language, yeah. you know, per, percussively. So, yeah. Thank you, Joe. The one, well, the one more thing I want to say about that is my friend's dad, when I was 14, turned me on to a Leo Kotke record. And yes. that was my gateway to all those dudes, all those Tacoma Records mm -hmm. dudes. And I have found that a lot of drummers are into that Tacoma Records, apparently Salem, Oregon vibe. And I guess, I mean, simply it may just because of the percussive nature of it, but it's so melodic in, in such a different way. I just find it kind of interesting that we're all attracted to those dudes, those guitar yeah. dudes. Yeah, there's something there. There's something yeah. there. I, I agree yeah. one thousand percent. And Fahey, although he sounded like a very challenging person, right. you cannot deny his uh, creativity as far as a obviously musician and as a writer and a painter. Right. Um, yeah. I don't. I. You know. You have to uh, appreciate his dedication to um, how he went out on his own terms. And yeah, it's yeah. uh, kind of crazy. So, you've been listening to any other tunes? Let's see here. You know what? I just received the new uh, Korea Karina Rep album, mm -hmm. um, R E P P. I believe she's a, a also a Jealous Butcher artist. It's beautiful. It's a a beautiful album. So um, I've had that flipping around on the old turntable you All know, right. for uh, last couple of days. Highly recommend it. I'll Super check it. dreamy, and uh, it reminds me of why I love music. Yeah, right. it's just it's, it's a brilliant record. So yeah. So that's great. Um, before I forget, and if you don't have sure. it yet, get the Love Supreme Live in Seattle record that okay. just came out a month ago. Bonkers. 
They just play Love Supreme. Wow. Yeah. Well, you four can't sides. Really... <laughs> Incredible. It's a, it's fucking it, insane. It's, That's one of the most yeah. insane odysseys you can ever go on without I bet. actually being there. See, you know, like that type of record, I have to like prep myself. Like it's like almost climbing a mountain. Like I have yeah. to like do do my musical push-ups and realize what I'm going to get into. And it's just like, yeah, you're yeah. right because you're going to get you're going to get. It's going to be really nice. It's going to be all all clear, you know, and sun shining. And you know, you got your backpack. It's not so heavy. You're just starting out, and then you're going to get a little little cold. You're going to have to bundle up, and then all of a sudden, a little wind starts going. You're all like, "Whoa, man, this is really intense." Yeah. And then you're all like, "Am I going to make it?" Oh yeah, that's uh, that's one of those records. So yeah. thank you for prepping me because if someone dropped that, I I think it would have to sit for a minute before I um, digest it. And I feel that about books too. I like that they give leeway, at least yeah. for a lot of the authors that I love, like. All right, I have a new re- I have a new book coming out in October. Then I can start prepping myself because I'm all like, because when I get into it, I'm gonna get sucked into this thing. Yeah. And what's even what I've realized too, I don't know if you agree with me. Like, so John Coltrane, Love Supreme, live from Seattle. Shouldn't that record be like eight hundred dollars? Like, I mean, I the amount of yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, what we can get for whatever forty dollars or whatever it's crazy like even books like some books i'm like this should be a 300 dollars book <laughs> there's yeah. so much information yeah. it's really insane but i love it because you know I, I i love books as much as i love records because they're all mentors i feel like when i fell in love with books i found a whole another world of mentors to help mm-hmm. me out you know through uh through this crazy thing called life do you yes. agree are you a book guy I am a book guy. I just wanted to ask you that because I just started to read for the third time um, uh, Kay Larson's book called uh, Where the Heart Beats. Mm. Are you familiar with no. that? No, no. Um, it's uh, John Cage, Zen Buddhism, and the Inner Life of Artists. Oh, fuck. man, that it's, it's heavy duty, man. Yeah. Like I said, literally, I'm reading it for the third time. So um, highly recommend that if. Uh, All right, if, I'm going to hit you, that. Yeah. I just finished Cloud Cuckoo Land, which I recommend. It's an odyssey. Write it down. And look at that. I think we both enjoy maybe adventures because yeah. we're drummers. Yeah. That's such an adventure. You know, speaking of adventure, I was thinking about it. I've known you for like almost 15 years. I know. Do you remember where we met on that gig? I do. Bend? It was in uh, Bend, Oregon. I That's know exactly right. where we were standing. Mm-mm. That is that is why I love you. You know, yeah. um, breeders were thrown on this bill because we were playing in Portland, and the promoter goes, "We can't have the breeders in Portland and the Modest Mouses and the Nationals. Well, <laughs> um, it'd be competing." So they threw us in. We're like, and I love Kim's attitude. She's all, "Wait, you're going to pay us to the same money to." open up great what time what time's loading yeah it was pretty awesome but uh it was uh so great to meet you you know and you've been uh i mean just a dear friend and supporter ever since so man yeah well well, likewise man you you've been a great friend uh hopefully someday we can stand exactly where it was it was me you and scotty And we yes. were uh, approximately eight feet uh, east of the backstage, <laughs> and I met you. Oh, that's great. I don't know, man. I'm just so happy that you're still doing your thing because you're, you know, you're an inspiration. You're a great dad, a great husband. You know, Thanks, a ripping man. drummer. Thank you. You know, and uh, 
And uh, it's really, it's, it's cool, you know, and, and I would be like, you know, I'd be like, also, man, you're, you know, you know what, you're really uninspiring. You're a lame dad. <laughs> you're, yeah, your your drumming's half ass. And uh, so it's really great to be like, oh, my God. He, yeah, so, so good on you. And thanks, uh, yeah, thanks for, yeah, doing your thing. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I'm going to let you go here in a second. Okay. One more question, okay. though. Sure, man. What are you looking forward to in the next year or so? Let's see here. Um, actually playing more drums, you yeah. know, with people. Um, I have a, a, a little project I started with a, a friend of mine named uh, Nathan Trube, who's a phenomenal guitar player. Mm -hmm. So doing that, you know, I think maybe doing some more solo shows. I've been having fun doing solo shows. So hopefully do some of that. And I think I'm going to maybe really start looking at putting out more books under Revival uh, publishing. Oh, you cool. know, this will be our, this will be our fourth book, you know, uh, ethos book. Cause we put out Tim, uh, spit sticks, his lesson book. Mm -hmm. And I just talked to another drummer artist friend of mine. I think, uh, I'm going to put out, uh, his book and I have a third book that's already done and I'll probably drop that in the spring also. All right. Wow. So, so yeah. And, uh, and revival, we did a, uh, a sample library that's coming out, which is uh, coming along and sounding phenomenal. And and that's it, man. And, and even living this deliberate life that I'm living, you know, just, you know, walking more and, you know, showing up for my, my son and wife every day. So that's what I look forward to. And man, maybe eating less hamburgers. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe. I'm going to hear that. I'm going to hear that when I'm all like, ah, oh, maybe no, I should get the salad. No, don't fucking do that. Yeah. You're crazy. You. That, that, that means the world to me, and this is why we talk today. That's right. <laughs> That's so, <laughs> All right, man. Well, thank you for everything. Thank you very much. It's great to talk to you. I can't wait to hang with you mm -hmm. down there in Portland. Oh, I would love that. All right. Yeah, that would be great. All right, well, if you travel, travel safe, and um, otherwise take care of your bad self. I will. Thank All you, right, Joe. thanks again, love man. You. Love you too. Cool, man. Bye.
shit in my mouth.